0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from
1: First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time for the Natural State Football Report with Clint Conk. Taking a closer look at football across the great state of Arkansas with the winningest coach in UCA history. The Natural State Football Report is brought to you by Farm Brothers Flying Service. For the past decade, they've been providing crop-dusting services to the farmers of southeast Arkansas, and they can help you, too. Now, let's toss around the pigskin in the zone with Justin, Wes, and the coach. All right,
0: here he is. Glad he's here, Coach Cock. Man, we got a lot to get to, so let's just dive right in.
1: Well, well first are we doing a... Um we're doing a movie review on polar express yeah what do you think about it <laughs> that's a good movie but i'm not sure <laughs> uh, it's uh, would appropriate. you watch it at halftime
0: <laughs> no oh, okay no. the dynamics just look bad and bad l- let me say this if they'd have won it would have been blown it, off. it been would have been funny yeah you yeah. wouldn't even probably no one would have said anything yeah. or it would have come out right away this was the red sh- this was in a yeah, separate locker right. room with a bunch of walk-ons it doesn't matter but because they lost, the way they lost, the way the season's going, it gets blown really honestly out of proportion. Out of proportion,
1: yeah, because that's the non-scholarship locker room. Those guys are just glad to be there, but obviously it's a bad look. And then, again, like you said, if, if they win the football game, then, it, you know, hey, Coach, what do you think about the uh, old Polar Express? A good movie? You know, and he'd uh, well, I don't know, and, you know, that kind of deal. But mm. bad optic and uh, just a, just a bad day. It's a bad day for Arkansas. But they
0: obviously didn't show up, in my opinion, yeah. because uh, the way the defense played. The defense has played well for most of the season. It was something that you could hang your hat on and know you're going to be in the game close enough that if the offense finally starts mm-hmm. clicking, you got a chance. But the defense didn't show. Special teams
1: didn't show. They got whipped in all three phases. Coaching on top of that, too. Well, the first two things that hit me, the game was over in the first five, six minutes. It was 21 Yeah. I mean, before some people probably got in their seats. Uh, secondly, Hugh Freeze is a really good football coach, a veteran offensive football coach that can dissect, um, you know, a lot of defenses and, uh, he obviously did a very good job and prepared, um, and and they jumped on him. and then, you know, then Arkansas gets the turnover and you're thinking, okay, here's maybe a chance they kick a field goal and it's deja vu of Mississippi State all over again, but uninspired. We're not physically or mentally prepared, uh, for whatever reason, um, Obviously, that falls on the on, on the on the coach's shoulders, you know, to, to do that. And like you said, they kind of had their Super Bowl last week, and I'm not sure what they expected. But uh, you know, Auburn typically, even with a first year coach, after letting a coach, I mean, they've got good football players at all, very physical football players, and uh, and now they got him a really really good football coach. That I, I mean, I think he's one of the better ones in the SEC, and it showed on Saturday. And they're getting better. If you yes. and
0: I watched a couple of games at the yes. beginning of the season. And I haven't watched many in the middle of the season. And then what I saw, they're a different team. They're a better team. They've improved. And that's, like you said,
1: he's a good coach. And he's coaching them up. That's correct. And it took him a little bit of time to figure out the quarterback situation. But I think he's now – I'm not sure he's really completely happy with that position moving forward in the future. But for this team, he finally decided to hang his hat on one guy who played pretty well and the other guy's kind of a change, Ashford, I guess, kind of a change of pace quarterback, but uh, really good football coach. Um, and uh, like I said, just look like a very uninspired, unprepared football team.
0: Okay, um, we'll get off of them here, but I, I got to ask about the offensive line because it's frustrating for a lot of people, including myself, and I'm watching, and it's the same thing week after week. They're running some stunts, some twists, yeah. uh, the linebackers are blitzing, and, and people are just coming free. And I, I can't understand it's the same thing we've been seeing week after week after week is it that hard
1: to to coach that to teach that to for guys to learn what what's going on to teach it and to learn it it's uh, not an issue because they rep it the problem is they're just pretty average I mean they're they're good kids and they play hard and but they're they're you know whether it be they get their feet in the wrong place or their hands in the wrong place or they turn their shoulders too much on the twist and then you know, you get a soft shoulder with the guy looping and or the penetrator's not cut off and, and you got two guys on the penetrator and they cut the looper free or I know the back went wrong one time and, 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 and let the let the second level blitzer come in. So um just not very well prepared. Um and, and, and again the offensive line, they play hard. I'm sure they're great kids. They're just not playing as S E C level right now. They were embarrassed last week. I I hope. They were embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Coach Pittman
0: said yesterday that he expects them to play well next week against FIU because they were embarrassed. Do you see that? <clears throat> excuse me. Do you see that from a team? Do you expect to see them
1: after I, being embarrassed to come out and play better? I, I don't know, Wes. I mean, uh, this 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 football <clears throat> team in this season ha- has all of us kind of bumfuddled a little bit. Um, obviously, I think they'll win the game. They have better players. I mean, it would take a monumental meltdown for them. I think what a thirty-one. 31-
0: uh, last I saw, it was twenty nine and a yeah, half. It went I don't down.
1: Think- it, it started yesterday at thirty one. Yeah, I mean, I think Arkansas is, it- is going to win the football game. But what does that look like? How inspired are the players? You know, what kind of crowd actually shows up on Senior Day, middle of deer hunting? You know, modern mm-hmm. gun season again. Um, Six
0: thirty. It's cold.
1: Yeah, it'd be a little bit cooler. So, I mean, they win the football game. Here, here's the thing I'm looking at though, because everybody's talking about job security and this, that, and the other. You know, three years ago, that, what, they win nine games? and Is that correct? Yeah. Everybody yeah. felt pretty good. Year two. Last year, seven and six. More than likely this year, you're looking at four and eight because, I mean, I don't see them beating Missouri. I mean, I don't. I think Missouri's one of the mm-hmm. – Missouri may end up being a New Year's six team uh, bowl game. So you're looking at 11 and 14 the last you know couple of years, trending the wrong direction. Man, when sentiment changes and culture's not right, and and boy, I tell you, when that when that train gets to rolling, it's tough. And so, the players feel that, the coaches feel that. Coach Pittman's putting on a good front, though, wants to be here, you know, so forth and so on. Uh, but at the end of the day, man, it's just been a it's been a rough year for the Razorbacks, and uh, they haven't met expectations. And then what makes it worse, they fired Jimbo Fisher on Sunday after a 41-point win, and then they fire Arnett 10 games into his tenure, 10 games, Mm -hmm. which I don't agree with, by the way, but anyway, and both of their athletic directors get up there and talk about the standard of their football program, the leadership that's expected, result-oriented type things, and you're going, okay, we're 11-14 and the last two years, more than likely, you know, and so Coach Pittman's a good man. I'm kinda of like Joe Klein. I heard Joe yesterday. Joe, I'm tag on to you here. He talked about he doesn't want to see it blown up because when you blow it up, you're starting all over again, you know, and boy, you just hate to see that. But he deserves so much credit though for the stability he provided and has provided um since the Morris era. Uh but boy, it's just it's just a tough time right now to be a Razorback fan. It's a good time, <clears throat> excuse me, for the Red Wolves. Uh they yeah. lost
0: last week, yeah. but they got they got a big one Saturday at home, and, and I just got an email. Uh, Senior Day, Heroes Day, Fan Appreciation Day. They're giving a bobblehead away of, of DeMario Davis. Yeah. They're trying to pack this place to, to get that sixth win Boy, they and become need a,
1: bowl eligible against yeah. Texas State. They need a big crowd. They need a big crowd to support this team because I think Butch Davis has done a good job turning this thing around in year three when there was so much question mark. Settled on a quarterback early. We talked about Coach Freeze doing that. He settled even earlier on a freshman quarterback. That guy has, you know, produced, lost a competitive game 21-14 on the road last week to South Alabama. But they've got um, – who they got this week? Texas West. State. Yeah, they got Texas State, your alma mater, mm-hmm. uh, coming in, who's already bowl eligible. Um, really good football team. Um, but this is, the, this is the Red Wolves' probably best shot I got Marshall on the road next week, which is playing a little bit better, but going on the road is always tough. But at home, big senior day, big day, need a big crowd for them to get that six win, and then, you know, they'll be bowl eligible. UCA Bears pulled one out of the hat. Coach, wow. I was there,
0: and I thought they had the game won, and then they, uh, they they just couldn't put it away. They Twice they had an opportunity with the ball, put it away, put the game away, and uh, they, they punt, and, you know, look, they pinned them deep, and to give – yeah. Eastern Kentucky credit, they drove 97 yards. And a minute and and no timeouts.
1: Is that right? Maybe they had one. I'm not sure they had any timeouts I think, left. I can't remember, Coach. They yeah. either have one or nine. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. That, no, that, I think they had yeah I don't think they had any. Yeah. yeah I don't think they had any. I think any, so. they used it on that third down play. So, I was traveling back from Texas Saturday, so I was listening to Justin. He absolutely lost his mind. But we got to see – the greatest fourth quarter comeback history of the school's program. And then we got to see maybe the greatest last play of a game. Now, I've won games in that stadium where we kicked a field goal to win the game and walk off. I've also lost in that fashion too, but the, you know, Hail Mary from 48 yards out or whatever, right-handed quarterback rolling, rolling to left. his left with two big dudes breathing on him hard. Um, the uh, miracle, miracle on Bruce street, whatever you want to call it. But, uh, Uh, You know, it was a little clock situation there, and and I'm not sure how that uh, little home cooking there. But at the end of the day, um, it's a win for the Bears, great win. You know, that football team is showing the competitive grit of their head coach. I had the pleasure of coaching Nathan, and, of course, he was on my staff for several years. But um, the four years that he played for me, you always felt, no matter what the score was, that, that you were in the game. And that's what he has passed down to his football team, and uh, they showed amazing grit. Now they're playing for a championship on Saturday up at uh, Austin P against a, a really good team. But this is a team that they boat raced last year in Conway. Um, I'm sure they'll be all geared up uh, up in Clarksville, uh, Tennessee. Uh, but, uh, but I like the Bears, man, uh, just uh, the karma, the momentum, you know, all those things. Now, they do have to put to bed, you know, mm-hmm. sports centers top ten and, you know, the the euphoria of that, and I'm sure the coaching staff is working really hard. They've got a pretty mature football team, but uh, everything's on the line. If they win, they win the championship or share of it anyway, uh, and the automatic bid to the Division I FCS playoffs. If they lose, they're probably staying home mm. because they do qualify with the six Division I wins, but they have a seventh win, which is a non-D1 and there are a bunch of teams out there that have seven Division One or more wins that are going to be probably ahead of them for at large bursts. So it, it's it's winning. It's winning. You're in and you get a ring, uh, lose, and. Uh, you're hoping. You, yeah, you're uh, slim. You know, I, I've been there. I, I've been there with a seven win team and only six D1 wins, which is the minimum qualification. But when you've got other teams like North Dakota and South Dakota and youngstown and some of these guys are going to have 71 wins it's going to be hard for them to get in but they know that going in so i
0: would be worried about a, a an emotional letdown after that game if it was any other uh, situation than what they have here i mean it's all in front of them to, for a conference championship
1: on the line yeah. that, that should have their uh, attention really quick correct me correct me here or maybe you know the the amazing comeback against Southeast Missouri you called that game no I was I was okay. gone for that one the next week they play Tarleton and lost I'll have to look that up yeah that, you know so there, there's your emotion if that yeah. did happen that yeah. way there's your emotional high of scoring whatever 32 points in the fourth quarter and winning and then a little bit of a letdown the next week against a good Tarleton team but you don't expect to lose at home and 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 they did so. Uh, but either way, you're correct. Uh, the coaches are going to do a great job of game planning and all that, but they also have to do a great job, which I'm sure they will, uh, of keeping those kids grounded uh, and 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 focused on what's ahead.
0: The week after beating Semo, they uh, they beat Stephen F. Austin, 24-21, yeah, in
1: a close game there. Yeah, and yeah. then the next week they lost. Then the next yeah, week, so they lost. you know they kind of lived on the edge <laughs> there, and they fell off, and uh, now they're back up. and And uh, let's see if we can bring another championship. I think it'd be like number 24-25. Conference championships to uh, to Conway.
0: All right. Speaking of playoffs, Harding is going to the playoffs, and they are the number one number seed see. in their regional. That's uh that that was a heck of a year for the Bisons. I called it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm
1: gonna pat, pat myself on the back for that one. I I just think Coach Simmons, you know, and he had some key games at home, particularly Wachita, mm-hmm. uh at home. Um, but uh, number one seed, uh, undefeated, eleven and zero. To to do anything perfect is very very difficult. Uh great job. Congratulations to them. Big shout out to Henderson State. You know, they won the Battle of Ravine. They've they've quietly had a great year. That put them at nine and two. They get an at-large bid uh to the NCAA Division II playoffs. They travel to Central Missouri uh this Saturday, the winner of that game. Congratulations. You get Harding at Harding. Uh so uh Henderson has seen them before, so if they can get past Central Missouri. Uh, they get they get harding. I do want to give a shout out to Southern Arkansas. Uh, they finished the season nine and two as well. So Wes, you had an eleven and 0 number one seed in the country. You had a nine and two Henderson State that's in the D- Division two playoffs and Washita Baptist and Southern Arkansas both had nine and two seasons. So you had four teams that won nine or more games uh, in the Great America Conference coming out of Arkansas. Pretty good deal. Pretty good deal.
0: I want to talk a little high school football with you. Playoffs started last week, and now you got everybody playing. The teams that had to buy, they'll be in action this week. Much better schedule this week than, than last week, and I, I expect some more competitive games this week than what we had last week. So we'll take a break, bring you back, talk a little high school football when we come back. Stick around. You're in the zone. Clint Cock hanging out with us. Another segment. We'll talk a little high school football. Week two of the playoffs, and you get the number one seeds playing this week, and, and the number two seeds in seven A and six A. And that means we'll start in seven A. You got uh, number one Bryant
1: at home against Rogers. Rogers can score, coach. Yeah, Rogers can score the football, but again. Um you know, I expect I expect Bryant to hold serve and and uh, advance as a number one seed. S- staying here in Central Arkansas,
0: you got Conway also at home against Bentonville West. Uh, west is also one of those teams out west that puts up a lot of points defensively. It's a, a struggle. I expect another high scoring game, but I think uh, the Wampus Cats get it done.
1: Yeah, I think that they're probably still stinging a little bit after the Bryant game. Uh, they had a week to to get over that, and then now totally focused on on the playoffs. And I expect Conway to advance again and. Uh, You know, two good teams coming out of the 7A Central, Mm -hmm. no question, Brian Conway.
0: Cabot's going up to Bentonville. Can Cabot make it three 7A Central teams to make it to the next round?
1: Tough get there. Yeah, I mean, going to Bentonville, uh, Cabot's had a a great year, maybe exceeded some expectations, but – I look for Bentonville to be in the Final Four, and uh, they're playing at home, so it's tough to beat at home.
0: The final 7A game is Fayetteville, and the number 1 seed out of the West, at home against Southside. Southside went on the road to Jonesboro
1: and won that game. A little bit of a shock to see that, but uh, congratulations to Southside. What's their new mascot now? They uh, are the uh, – Come on. Uh, Mavericks? <clears throat> Mavericks. Yep, there you yep. go. Yep. <clears throat> um, but uh, I think you – know, I, I picked Fayetteville to – to win the state championship and whole serve all the way through. You so, picked
0: Fayetteville to win the state championship.
1: I did. I did. And uh, um, I, I just think, you know, the quarterback plays so good right mm-hmm. now with Lindsey. They're playing with a ton of confidence. Everything goes through Fayetteville till they get to, to Little Rock if they can advance that far. So, uh, I do I do like Fayetteville this game and, and, and look for them to, to make a deep run for but sure.
0: In the 6A, we had the 6A West go 4-0 and last week. Uh, West Memphis with a, maybe the biggest surprise. Losing at home to Van Buren. So Van Buren moves on. And uh, they'll come to Little Rock Christian this week. So that's a rematch of a game earlier this year. So those two teams are familiar with each other.
1: Christian rolls. I
0: agree. Um, uh, Pulaski Academy, uh, rough first half. It looked like they were in control through a pick six. And uh, turnovers hurt them. And then they finally got rolling in the second half and and put it on. And and now they move on to go to Marion this week.
1: Yeah. and, And, you know, Catholic beat Marion early, of course. Catholic got eliminated last week, uh, and we talked about that off air. But I tell you, you know, just just Marion's a tough place to play, and they've got some athletes there. Yeah. So if PA gets off to another slow start, you know they could be in trouble. Um, uh, I think that's a fifty fifty game. I honestly do. Now PA may blow them out because they're so offensively oriented and play well. But um, you know, Marion Marion's at home, and they've got some pretty good pretty good athletes running around there, and so. Uh, I think that's going to be a really good high school football game.
0: Greenbrier knocked off Cersey. They move on to play Benton at Benton.
1: Yeah, you know, and I like I like Benton to win the the 6A championship. Uh, uh, I know that that sit well with Justin and Little Rock Christian, but uh, I think Benton rolls.
0: And then the final game, Greenwood is at home against Mountain Home. Mountain Home came to Little Rock and beat Catholic.
1: Yeah, that which is the the second biggest upset I think of last weekend. And uh, man, you just don't you don't you don't lose at Greenwood at home and in the playoffs for sure. So Greenwood rolls. Uh, 5A,
0: Little Rock Parkview on Thursday night rolled 35 to nothing. They'll take on Mills. Mills uh, is interesting. They're very talented and mm-hmm. honestly should have won the 5A Central, but in week 10, they got upset by Valonia. That made them the number two seed. So uh, Mills, I know, was thinking they should have been the conference champs in a 1C, but in the second round, they get Parkview.
1: Yeah, congratulations. Uh, I, I do expect <laughs> this going to be a competitive game because Mills does have some really good football players. But you know, two good local teams here from Little Rock, and uh, you know, Parkview is defending state champs and. Uh, ought to be a good game, but I think Parkview prevails.
0: Maybe the best game in 5A? Shiloh Christian, who was upset by Farmington. And Farmington, by the way, was knocked out as the number one seed last week by Camden Fairview, the four seed out of the South. The South looked strong this year, and it proved it with Camden Fairview going and beating Farmington. But Shiloh Christian, the two
1: seed, goes to Valley View, the one seed. Long trip. There's no easy way to get from Northwest Arkansas to Northeast Arkansas. So. Um... I still think Shiloh may have a little bit too much offense, uh, but Valley View's been playing pretty, pretty mm-hmm. good, and they they're really good on defense. And uh, again, it's a long trip, so they've got to be you know mentally focused.
0: I think that's the best game in five A. I'm, good, I'm good, excited about that one. Lakeside Pine Bluff is going to be, be a good one too. Lakeside turned it around this year with their new head coach, Coach Rock has done a great job at Lakeside, and they get Pine Bluff this week.
1: Yeah, I mean, another tough place to play. And
0: Pine Bluff's coach? How about Coach Williams? Yeah, they've the done job a great job. He's yeah, done. Yeah,
1: they've done a great job. They've got a you know a high value receiver over there and athlete. And, yep. yep. And so, uh, and again, it's a tough place to play when you go down to Pine Bluff. Four A, some really good games. Malvern Harding Academy. I think that may be <laughs> the game of the week. No game doubt. of the week. Yeah, I mean, really, two really really good foot. What rematch of last year? It is game state of championship. Yep, yep. Yep. So. Uh, you wonder why Harding University is so good because Harding Academy feeds a lot of them dudes every year into that into that system. Now they don't throw it all over the place. They run the the wishbone at the university level, but two really good football teams. Uh, I would love to be at that game. Uh, boy, it's. Uh It'll be something for sure.
0: Boxite's going to uh, Warren, and I, I'm intrigued by this game because you have a couple of future D1 wide receivers at Warren. you got the linebacker, Wimberly, safety at Boxite. that's uh, already committed to the Razorbacks. I think this is a fun game.
1: Yeah, it should be a fun game, probably a high-scoring game. Uh, mm-hmm. But this is Bo Emery's time of the year, and, and, and I, I suspect that – Going to Warren's going to be very difficult get, so I like to warn uh, Lumberjacks.
0: Before I get you out of
1: here, I think there's one more game, and it's here in central Arkansas if you're looking somewhere to go. Nashville at CAC. Congratulations, Coach Howard, uh, getting them into the playoffs. Last week they had a bye, and now they get the Nashville Scrappers. Congratulations. <laughs> That's going to be a tough get at home. But, uh, uh, hey, they got to go up to Mustang Mountain, so let's see what uh, CAC yeah. can do. We rolled through about half the high school uh, playoff brackets. That was a lot of fun. Sorry we didn't yeah. get to 2A and 3A, but uh, it'll
0: be a great Friday night, and it's just going to get better and better here on out until the state championships in December.
1: I'm looking forward to catching the game. I may go up to, to watch CAC, one of my old players, play, uh, coach uh, there against Nashville. But, hey, I want to give a shout-out to yep. Farm Brothers before we get off. Uh, Lance Gassaway, that crew up there, uh, everybody at all the airstrips, thanks for what you do sponsoring this show.